single one of us has a tendency to have some yuck in our lives. That's why we're doing this series, right? We talked about complaining. We talked about gossip. And we all have yuck in our lives. It's part of being human. We're born with like a yuck, like a sin nature is what the Bible says, deep down inside of us. And until Jesus comes into our life, we don't know how to clean up our yuck. The truth is tonight we're going to talk about the yuck of anger. And anger can just explode all over the people around us if we don't learn how to manage our anger and our frustration in a way that pleases God. Now, I have a particular memory of a time when the yuck of my anger exploded on other people. And I had to think a little bit because there's too many examples where I look like a big, fat jerk. And I was trying to think through some stories where, you know, you can tell them without looking like a total Karen, if you know what I'm saying. And so one particular example, I was at Taco Bell with a bunch of students. Joe was in high school at the time, and we were eating Taco Bell, and we were, well, we were in the line to get our Taco Bell, right? And I wanted to make a healthy choice. Okay, that's a lie. I wanted to choose a soda, but knew that I should make a healthy choice. So I ordered a cup for water. And the Taco Bell guy looked me in the eye and said, that will be $1.99. I said, no, not like a bottle of water, like a cup to get tap water. And he said, yes, we are now charging $1.99 for tap water. And I thought to myself, he still doesn't understand me because no one would charge two bucks for sink water and a styrofoam cup. So I become frustrated, and I'm trying not to go full-fledged Karen on the guy, but also I don't think he's listening to the words coming out of my mouth, so I try again, and I say, no, 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 I'm not asking for, like, to purchase water, I'm just asking for a cup, and I will go to the fountain thing, and I'll get, like, the free water from the cup. And he said, yes, we have decided to charge $1.99 for the water. And I think this is an injustice that I must fix. Of all the injustices on this planet, this injustice is one that I cannot tolerate. And so I pay for my food, and I get the phone number on the bottom of the receipt. And it's for the Taco Bell comment hotline. And so during my lunch, with all my friends, I'm calling the Taco Bell comment line to let them know that it is an injustice that I had to pay $1.99 for my styrofoam cup when a large soda is also $1.99. And I left my comment on the voicemail. And then I made everyone in my group also call the same line and leave the same comment. Because I was very mad at the injustice and my frustration was boiling high and if I didn't have a way to express my hurt towards this problem, I was going to blow. The truth is we all get frustrated about stuff. Now hopefully you're not getting mad at the poor Taco Bell worker which I didn't take it out on him, I took it out on the voice recording. But when we get in a frustrating situation, it speaks to our relationship with God, how we handle it. If we go Karen and we go ballistic on an employee or on a friend or on our parents or our step-parent or our sibling, it says something about the yuck in our soul. It says something about how we are treating others and how that is all connected to our relationship with God. Now there's a famous guy that has a serious problem with anger, right? 
he gets out of control, and he becomes a completely different person. Very mean, very scary, and very green. I'm always angry, right? He says, now some of us live our whole lives with anger right beneath the surface. And if that's the case, we got to figure out what to do with that anger. Now, I love the Avengers. During like the global pandemic of 2020, where we we're all locked in our homes and couldn't even go to school and stuff, I thought this was a perfect time to introduce my three sons to the Avengers movies. And so in that like two month time period, we watched all, all the movies, like all of them back to back to back. We binged them for three weeks and my sons were inundated in the beauty of the Avengers. And it was a really fun time. But during that time, you see of course, Hulk in and out of various movies and his like claim to fame is he gets crazy angry against the bad guys. And they kind of make it seem like a superpower. And most of the time his anger gets taken out on the right people. But like anger is, sometimes the wrong people become the victim of Hulk's anger. So Hulk's anger completely blinded him. Thor's his friend, right? Thor's his buddy. They, they like agree with each other, but, but anger has taken over so much that Hulk can't even see straight. And when we get angry and our anger gets out of control, many times people that are our friends, people that are our family, people that we are close to, they actually get the wrath of us. They get our anger and they're the ones that have to deal with our explosive anger in their lives. And that's one of the reasons it's so important that we learn to deal with our anger in a way that pleases God. Ephesians 4 in the Bible says this, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, fighting, right? Slander along with every form of malice. Jesus knows on this planet there's going to be things that make us angry. Maybe injustice, maybe poverty, maybe racism, maybe um, just something not being fair, us getting bullied or us getting slighted. But there will be things on this planet that will make us angry. And because of that, we have to figure out what to do with our anger. We don't want to give full vent to our anger. Instead, we want to control it. So what does the Bible tell us about how to handle, how to control our anger? Let's begin in James chapter 1. It says, you must be quiet. Quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. So that's kind of the goal. I picture this like a stick of dynamite. And every stick of dynamite has a fuse, right? And some sticks of dynamite, their fuse is like this big. And you light that fuse and boom, and it blows up. Some people's Patience with anger is like that short, a short, short fuse. It gets lit, and 10 seconds later, they're exploding all over everyone. But with dynamite, you can actually make that wick so long that you can roll out the wick all the way down the mountain path and light the explosion carefully. And that's the visual behind the idea of slow to anger, that it's a long time from when the ignition of, of anger or frustration kicks in until there's ever an explosion. And theoretically, you can put it out before the explosion happens. So the Bible says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. And then in Proverbs 29, it says, fools give vent to their anger, but the wise quietly hold it back. So a fool is the person that just explodes out their anger in front of everyone for everyone to see and deal with. And when we read these verses, we get this picture that the wrong way to do it is to 
Power up and start screaming at people. The wrong way to do it is react in anger and punch someone or something. The wrong way to do it is go Hulk or go Karen on another person that we care about. Because a lot of times, the person we vent our anger on is somehow younger, weaker, or less in power than us. And that's what makes it an injustice. That's what makes it wrong. And us giving full vent to our anger in that way makes us no better than the very thing that's angering us. Because when we do this, we end up hurting ourselves, but we also end up hurting the people all around us, usually the ones that we love the most. So there has to be a better way to deal with that anger because you usually see people blowing up or you see people bottling it up, right? You see people blowing it up or bottling it up. So Alexa's gonna come out here and this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna take this bottle of ketchup and I want you to imagine that this ketchup is you, okay? And, and, and we're going to add some uh, secret ingredients to the ketchup. And as we add the secret ingredient, I want you to imagine that this is the frustration of your week. So you start off your week, and the first thing that happens is the cat pukes on your face. As the alarm clock is going off, your cat vomits on your face. And, and this is the start to your Monday morning. That's a little bit of frustration poured into your week. Then you run out to the, you get ready for school, you run out the front door to go to the bus, and the bus was early and you've missed it. Will your mom understand that? Probably not. Somehow it's going to be your fault. And so these things begin to happen to you throughout the day. You go to school, the homework got forgotten at home, you finally get your lunch break and all the decent food is gone and you're just left with those stupid PB&J schmucker things without the strawberry jelly, the grape ones. And pretty soon, Something just blows. All right. The frustration builds until it blows, right? The frustration builds until it blows. Let's, let's see that again. Do that again. Go a little slower this time. Okay, if you're in the front and you got ketchup, scoot a couple rows up, all right? It's, yes, you can, you can scoot back if you need to. We're going to rewind. We're gonna rewind and we're gonna take a look at the situation, okay? Focus in, ready? Dun, 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 dun. There you go. All right, so your week is going to include some frustration. Some things are going to happen. And if you leave it bottled up, you leave it bottled up under pressure, it will eventually explode. If you don't figure out a way to give proper release to your feelings of anger and frustration, they will explode. And who will they explode on? They will explode on you and the people around you. They will explode on you and the people around you. Thank you, Alexa. You should go bathe. Okay. It will explode on you and the people around you. And so that's why Jesus gives us some very specific things to do with our anger. And it's not bottle it up and it's not blow it up. But he tells us to be slow to speak, quick to listen, and slow to get angry. He says don't just vent your anger on everybody. Don't just spew your anger and your frustration on other people. What do you do instead? Because frustration is going to happen. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. In this world, you're going to have frustration. You're going to have injustice. And it's going it's to build up. 
And if you don't know what to do, it will blow up. And so what do you do? You take those feelings to Jesus. You go to him. You don't even have to be fancy. You don't even have to know exactly what you need to do. You just go to Jesus and you say, here I am. I'm pretty mad about the cat thing this morning, Lord. That really stunk, literally, in my face. You bring him the frustration. God, I am really frustrated that the bus came early. You're killing me. Now my mom's mad at me and it's not even my fault. You bring your frustration to God and you speak it. You speak it. That gives a slow vent to your anger, a slow release to your anger. You just include Jesus in what's happening. I'm super frustrated. I waited in this stupid lunch line, and now they don't have any decent food, and I'm hangry. Jesus, help me. You include Jesus in the conversation. You invite him into your frustration. And what Jesus will do is he will help release that frustration, help release that anger, help release those feelings in a slow controlled manner where it's not a massive explosion that explodes on all kinds of innocent people, right, you guys? All you innocent people in the bleachers. You didn't want that ketchup exploding on you, but it happened to you. Anger does not control you or your emotions. Anger does not control you or your emotions. You control you. And so when you bring those hurts to God, you bring those frustrations to the Lord, and you talk to him, you share them with him, you tell him what you're experiencing, then all of a sudden, God begins to work it out. So maybe what's making you angry is an injustice. Maybe what's making you angry is that someone's making fun of you or bullying you. Can you bring that to Jesus? Absolutely. God, this kid on the bus, man, he's being a total jerk to me. He's picking on me relentlessly. He's making fun of what I wear. This is like my favorite hoodie, and it has tacos and cats on it, so I don't see what the problem is. But you can bring to Jesus all of your hurt, all of your frustration, everything that's going on, and you can trust him. Because God actually will take up your fight for you. He'll take up your battle on your behalf, and he'll get justice for you. I want you to close your eyes for just a second. What this does is it gives your friends a chance to think about what's going on in their heart right now. It gives them a chance to think about what's going on in their heart right now. And I want you to look in your heart and I want you to ask yourself, do I have anger in my life? Do I have anger in my life? Do I have something that I need to just put before God and invite Jesus into? Because the truth is most of us have some kind of anger going on. So if you know that you do, with everyone's eyes closed, if you say, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling with anger and frustration. It's bottling up inside me. Yep. So this is what you do. In the privacy of your heart, begin to pray. Begin to invite God. Say, God, here's my anger. Here's my frustration. This is what I'm mad about. So just in your own sentence, tell him what you're mad about in your heart. I'm mad about my parents' divorce. I'm frustrated about how I'm being treated at school. I'm mad at the kids on my bus. I'm frustrated with my older siblings treating me like junk. I'm frustrated at the hard things in my life. It's not fair. I'm hurt. And just begin a conversation with God. And when you begin to talk to him, you don't have to have the perfect words. It doesn't have to be fancy. It just has to be honest. And then what begins to happen is instead of your anger building up, building up, building up, blowing up, you're giving a slow pressure release to that anger by including Jesus in it. Because the Bible says that Jesus will give us peace. Peace that passes understanding. Peace when it doesn't make sense. He gives us peace.
And so when you're thinking in your mind of the thing that's making you angry, that's what you're talking to Jesus about. Your eyes are still closed. You're talking to Jesus about the thing that's making you angry. God, you know what makes me mad? It's this. My coach doesn't put me in. It's not fair. It's not fair. This is why I'm frustrated, and you talk to him about it. Jesus, you hear the cries of our heart. You hear the things that are hurting us. You hear the things that we are frustrated about, and we give them to you. And we ask that you would take our anger and take our frustration. We know we're going to keep feeling it throughout the week, but that you would take it and that you would replace it with peace. We give you everything in our lives, and we thank you that you love us and care about us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center Podcast. For more information on what's happening in 4640, you can check us out on social media and at our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Hope to see you there.